Coming up on today's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast, Super Bowl 57 is officially in the books. That means it is the offseason for every team across the NFL. Not to mention there's an update on the Derek Carr situation. We'll talk about that. And you'll hear from a former Raider who's still a fan favorite. That's all coming up on today's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast, Monday, February 13th, 2023. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Just Raiders. Win. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Just Win. Your team Just every win. day. Just win. Your win is a raider. Pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. And won. And won. And welcome in Raider Nation to another edition of the Lockdown Raiders Podcast. Thank you so much for making the show your first listen each and every day. Remember, you can find the Lockdown Raider Podcast free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Thanks to my man Ari, making sure that we're up on YouTube each and every day. We would not be on YouTube if it was not for my man Ari. So definitely check him out and appreciate him on Twitter at Ari Produces. And Finally back home after a week away in Phoenix, Arizona, covering the the Super Bowl on Radio Row. That was a lot of fun, but I'll tell you right now, it's great to be back home. So we're back in the home studio, and you can expect the schedule to be uh, normal. You know, back to normal, because it was not normal when I was on the road. And that's just how it is. Uh, You never know when things are going to happen and how they're going to happen when you're on the road. But glad to be back in the home studio and glad to be back to my normal schedule. Today's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online, available to people worldwide. And they have a special offer for all Locked On Raider podcast listeners. You can get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Locked On. So let's jump right into it. News and notes right here in segment number one. And the Chiefs won Super Bowl 57, 38-35, down double digits at halftime. Found a way to come back and win the game. It was really a tale of two halves. I felt like the Chiefs dominated in the second half and... Well, the Eagles dominated in the first half, but uh, I didn't like the way that the game ended. I'm sure a lot of Raider fans didn't like the way the game ended. I'm sure a lot of football fans didn't like the way the game ended when James Bradbury of the Eagles got called for a holding penalty that was very suspect that gave uh, the Chiefs, basically, it gave them the game. But you got to give them a lot of credit for being able to come back. And Patrick Mahomes, he's still Patrick Mahomes, right? And every team in the NFL has to deal with them, and every team in the AFC West has to deal with them twice a year. Think about this. Five-year starter in the league, right? So far, what he's done, two-time Super Bowl champ, two-time Super Bowl MVP, two-time league MVP, five-time Pro Bowler, first-team All-Pro. Yeah, that's what every team in the AFC West has to deal with twice a year. So you got to figure out what you're doing. You got to build your roster, similar to what John Gruden was trying to do. And I'm not saying he was doing it the right way, but he was attempting to do it when he took over for the Raiders the second time, was trying to build a team that could consistently beat the Chiefs. You have to find a way to consistently beat the Chiefs. They have that guy, Patrick Mahomes, and as long as they have him, they're going to have a chance. They have a really good, talented team. They have a head coach that's very talented. Is he going to retire? Possibly. We might hear about that sooner rather than later, but I'm sure if he does, Eric Bieniemy will take over. But whatever, whatever the case is, as long as there's 15, there's a chance. So the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Broncos have to figure out a way to try to defeat 15. So now the Raiders, in a situation with not knowing who their quarterback's going to be, have to figure out what they're going to do short-term, long-term. Are they going to solve it with one guy, or are they going to solve it with multiple guys? That is what they have to figure out. Speaking of the quarterback position when it comes to the silver and black, 
on Sunday before the game. As a matter of fact, Ian Rappaport tweeted out, sources, Raiders quarterback Derek Carr has informed the team he won't accept a trade to the Saints or any other team. The team is expected to release him, and he'll be a top free agent. Now, he has to be released by the 14th at, like, 4 p.m. If he's if he's not released by 4 p.m. on the 14th, then he'll be uh, on the roster on the 15th, on, on the league day of the 15th, and he'll get that $40 million guarantee. So Derek Carr will be gone sooner rather than later. He might get released as early as today. But now you know what we, we kind of already expected, right, that he was not going to accept a trade to the, the Saints or any other team because why would he? Right. I mean, there was a chance kind of I guess you're hopeful, wishful thinking that maybe he would accept a trade just because multiple teams were out there trying to get him. And maybe a team uh, a team like the Saints said, you know what, let's just go ahead and give up a fifth round pick. No, none of that happened. He's not going to accept a trade. So he will be released. And now the, the, the question is, what do the Raiders do at the quarterback position? We'll talk about that coming up in segment number two. But that news uh, was big news that happened before the Super Bowl happened. And again, it's funny. It's, it's big news, but it wasn't big news because it was something that I pretty much expected and something we talked about on Radio Row in Phoenix, Arizona all week long. Everybody I talked to on the radio or off the radio, uh, you know, we, maybe it was just by, in passing by, was who's the quarterback going to be? When's the Raiders going to release Derek Carr? Are they going to trade him? What's the, I mean, that's been the biggest conversation piece for the longest. So uh, that is coming to a close, but then the door is going to open up for, okay, if now it's not Derek Carr, who is it going to be? So again, we'll talk about the quarterback position. I got a couple thoughts on the a rookie quarterback slash veteran quarterback. We'll do that coming up in segment number two. Before we get to that, though, I do want to play this little interview that I had from uh, Radio Rose with Kay Adams, Up and Adams show, uh, as you know, because I put it on the podcast. She had me on her show uh, earlier in the season talking about the silver and black. Well, I ran into her. Uh, matter of fact, our booth or our, our table where our setup was on Radio Row was right in front of the FanDuel uh, setup. As a matter of fact, they talked about us quite a bit. Pat McAfee talked about us quite a bit because it was blocking the view. We had a, a, our backdrop on uh, set up where it was blocking the view of Radio Row. And so he was talking about us a lot on his show. Well, she's part of FanDuel as well. So that's where her Up and Adam show did, uh, you know, aired from every single morning. So uh, on, I think it was on Tuesday, I caught up with her and, you know, just introduced myself to her and said, Hey, I'm Q. You know, I had, you were on my show or I was on your show. And she said, Hey, I want to make sure I'm on your show. Well, she was super busy going back and forth. So I only got an opportunity to catch up with her for a couple minutes. It was just walking by and I had to grab my phone, literally grab my phone and do a quick interview. But here was a conversation I had with Kay Adams from Radio Row. Matter of fact, I think this was on Friday. It was on Friday. Uh, again, from Phoenix, Arizona. Check it out. Here on Radio Row, and you never know who you're going to run into, but someone that I have to run into is Kay Adams, uh, Up and Adams Show. How are you doing? I'm good. You have the best voice. Oh, thank I you. I randomly turned on your podcast. I don't even know why. I was listening to it. I was listening to all kinds of podcasts, and I go, oh, I like these vocal stylings. I'm going to keep listening to this. How are you? I am fantastic, and I appreciate it. you having me on your show earlier this year, Up and Adams, talk a little bit of Raiders, and you know, I, I did want to ask you about the Raiders. What do you think they're going to do? I mean, you asked me about the Raiders in the situation. What do you think they're going to do with their quarterback I situation? I don't have any idea. Everyone wants to say Aaron Rodgers. I don't think him and Devontae are like vying for each other. Really? I think it's like we're good. To, we're good. We're good. Right. We've moved on. Right. So I don't think I, that storyline I don't believe in. Do I think Aaron could end up there? Sure. I'm not even rolling out Brady. Everyone's Brady's not retired. Right. You think teams are going to stop calling Brady? Of course not. Come on. You know they're going to keep on calling. What, what, what? McDaniel's calls, and that's the kind of coach he wants, a guy who's wired like him, a crazy person. Right. So uh, you got to tell me about your 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 shenanigans that you've been having uh, 
Maybe oh tequila gosh. early in the morning. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I enjoy vitamin C, there you which go. is good for me, and orange juice every morning on my show. Uh, and then we've had so many fun guests. Super Bowl really feels like it's back. Yeah, yeah. You know, the past couple of years, we weren't really vibing like that. And this is the first Super Bowl I'm bringing my new show, Up and Adams, right. to Media Center. And it's gone really well. You know, lots of stars. We had George Kittle. We had CeeDee Lamb. We had Tua Tagovailoa, Justin Herbert, uh, all sorts of guys. So look forward to Aaron Rodgers coming on sometime soon. So Was that beer pong you guys were Or not beer pong, but... I don't quite know Tequila what Pong, was. whatever That's, we want know, to call those it. Those young TikTokers, who knows? <laughs> I'm too old for all that riffraff. Well, I I'm hope a not, hard journalist. I hope you're not too old for uh, Vegas next year. You ready for Vegas? I can't even. Who's gonna Who's gonna do halftime in Vegas? It's got to be Jay. I, so, yeah, that's, that's first Super Bowl ever. There got to be Jay. There you go. Or are you gonna do like? Are we gonna bring up Celine Dion, Britney Spears, Jay? Everyone was resident. What are we doing? We can do it all. Let's do it all. Let's You're do it best. all. Thank you. Thank you, Kay. Thank you. I appreciate it. So there it was. It was cool to catch up with Kay Adams. She's really a good person, has a really good show, a really good guest that she had, and they had a lot of fun, right? I mentioned tequila uh, to her, and they were doing – it was almost like beer pong, but it wasn't, and they were – having tequila it was sponsored it she had some kind of tequila sponsoring it uh they had a lot of fun each and every day so uh trust and believe when i say that but uh no it was it was cool catching up with her it was great to be on radio row again like i said i'm I'm happy to be at home i'm happy to be in my own bed where i don't have to you know worry about being on the road but it was a lot of fun being in arizona and catching up with everybody and having the opportunity to to talk to as many guests as we had a chance to talk to and hopefully if you tuned in at all you had an opportunity to, to catch up and thought it was good as well. So that's all I got for you for segment number one of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Kind of news and notes scatter shooting over the weekend. Coming up in segment number two, got to talk about the Raiders quarterback situation moving forward. What do they do now? Derek Carr is going to get released either today or tomorrow. Do they go young? Do they go with a veteran? We'll talk about all that coming up in segment number two after I tell you about better help. And again, this episode of the Locked On Raiders podcast is brought to you by better help. And the thing about it is life does not come with uh, instruction manual. So when adversity hits, you've got to just try to figure it out, right? And adversity, I've said it many times. I'm not ashamed to say it on this show. Adversity hit me square in the mouth. You know, with the passing of my son in a car accident, uh, it, was, it was tragic to me. And, and I'll say this on a side note. Me talking about him on the show and talking about what he meant to me and, and this, that, and the other, and whenever I talk about around his birthday or the day, uh, you know, the day that he passed away, that's kind of therapy for me. Everyone doesn't have that opportunity to, to have that same kind of therapy. So sometimes you just need someone to talk to. Believe me, talking about it makes things more manageable for me. Let's put it like that. It's not, it doesn't make it better. It's never going to make it better, but it helps manage it a little bit. And so everyone doesn't have the opportunity to talk on a show or talk to somebody. Sometimes there's, you look around and there's nobody there for you. That's how BetterHelp help can come in and help you because again life does not come with an instruction manual so if you're thinking of therapy you should try better help it's a great option they have so many so many elements that can really help you out there's so many different therapists that they have uh, you could check them out you could try them out if one doesn't work for you you could try out another one I mean it's just it's really that simple all you got to do is fill out a questionnaire and once you fill that questionnaire out they'll try to team you up with the best therapist and like I said if that one doesn't work for you another one might. So you just have to check it out. Again, betterhelp.com. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched up with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. If you want to live uh, a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Again, visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com 
slash locked on. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Raider Nation, here we go. Segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Got to talk about the quarterback situation with the Raiders and what do they do moving forward. We know Derek Carr is out, right? We know he's going to get released sooner rather than later. He might get released today. Depending on what time you're listening to this, he might already be released. And this is something that we've expected for a while. We've been talking about it on the show for a while. I thought about Pro Bowl weekend. Maybe he was going to get released. I mean, it's just been a long time coming. Kind of knew that there was no reason for teams to go out there and trade when they knew that the quarterback was going to be available. So D.C. is going to be available when he gets released from the Silver and Black. So what do they do moving forward? And there's a couple of different things that you could think about. They can go out there. We've talked about Aaron Rodgers, and I've said, hey, you know what? Uh, if you can get him for not that bad a draft capital, if you can make it work, why not go for him and go for the, you know, the, the quick fix and, and make the Raiders competitive? But when you go back and look at what Patrick Mahomes has done, and I talked about it in segment number one, five years as a starter, two times a Super Bowl champ, two times Super Bowl MVP, two times a league MVP, five times a Pro Bowler and two times first-team All-Pro, you realize that that's a guy that you're going to have to face for years to come. So what would make the most sense? And this is a legit question that I don't have the answer to. What would make the most sense for the Raiders to do? You know, if there's a quarterback that they really love, and I've said it multiple times, I think there's three guys that you can, you know, put in there and say that they, they're probably legit dudes, right? I look at Bryce Young, I look at C.J. Stroud, and I look at Will Levitz. Anthony Richardson, I know he has a lot of uh, skill. I know he's a very um, gifted athlete. I'm just not 100% sold that he's going to be a gifted quarterback. And so if you're going to get a guy, you've got to make sure he is the right guy unless you're going to go out and make a move for a veteran. So this is basically, in this segment, it's almost like rookie versus veteran. So the, the guy that I'm sold on is Bryce Young. And I've talked to Amber Theo Harris, who does work with the Raiders. She's also on Sirius XM Radio. She does a fantastic job. Uh, she's talked about it multiple times, and she said her gut feeling is it's either going to be Bryce Young as a rookie quarterback or a veteran quarterback. So if that's the case, the Raiders are at seven. If you got to go get Bryce Young, it's going to be moving up to number one. And, again, this is just her gut feeling, right? So I'm not, I'm not saying that that's, that's something that's set in stone, but if that's the case, or even maybe it's C.J. Stroud. Maybe it's him. You know, I've mentioned him before that I, I kind of like him because I like his size. Bryce Young concerns me because of his size. I just think that in the NFL, that's tough. But, you know, if he if he can get it done, he can get it done, whatever the case is. So if you go after a rookie quarterback, they probably won't have a ton of success right away because the league is hard. The NFL is not easy. So to figure it out, I mean, even Patrick Mahomes, as great as he is, he sat behind Alex Smith for a while. Right, He sat, with, sat behind him for a year and only got a little bit of burn in games that they had uh, blowouts. He got out there and got a little bit of burn. And then uh, after a year sitting behind Alex Smith, that's when they moved Alex to Washington. And then Patrick Mahomes became the full-time starter. So, you know, do the Raiders go that route where they say, we're going to go draft a guy and, uh, and, and, and try, to, try to let him be their guy for years to come that can compete with Patrick Mahomes? Because ultimately, that's what this team has to do. Dave Ziegler, Champ Kelly... Josh McDaniels, their job is to figure out how to build a team that can compete against the Kansas City Chiefs. Even in the year where you thought Kansas City was going to be down, and I say you, I mean me, I thought Kansas City was going to be, I guess, vulnerable. It was going to have an opportunity for a team in the AFC West to win the division that wasn't named Kansas City after Tyreek Hill was traded to Miami. It didn't happen. 
They only played better. Patrick Mahomes only had a better year. And then when Cincinnati started woofing, then all of a sudden it seemed like Kansas City turned it up a little bit more. And then you saw what Patrick Mahomes was able to do the last two games, the AFC Championship game and also in the Super Bowl, where he basically put the team on his shoulders. I mean, he really did. I know the defense had something to do with it. Uh, They were able to come up with some key stops when they had to. Of course, he's got playmakers. Andy Reid's a hell of a coach. He's going to call some great plays. Eric Bieniemy calling great plays. But Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. So if you're the Raiders, are you going to get a young quarterback? Say you have an opportunity to go get Bryce Young and you've got to trade up to get him. I think you have to trade up to get either one of those guys, Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. I really don't see either one of those guys getting to number seven. That's a lot of draft capital to get all the way up to be able to get one of those guys. But on the flip side, you're going to have to give up draft capital to go and get an Aaron Rodgers uh, if that's the case, if that's the direction you want to go. Again, I'm not a fan of Jimmy G. I could see them bringing him in and drafting a, a rookie at the same time. Maybe that's the direction that they go. I would not be a fan of Jimmy G. If Jimmy G ends up being the quarterback of the silver and black, I hope that they trade up and go in and draft a guy. And then at some point in the first year, he takes over for Jimmy G because I'm just not a fan of him at all. I don't think that he's a guy that would be a a good quarterback for the Raiders, but that's just me. So uh, if you're going to go and make a move for Aaron Rodgers, you're going to have to give a draft capital to get him. If you're going to make a move for a Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, in my opinion, you're going to have to give a draft capital. So what, what, you know, which, which one is more? Do you have to give up more to go get the rookie? And is he a guy that can lead your franchise for years to come? Because you've got to have that trigger, man. Justin Herbert is a special guy that they have in L.A. Uh, the Chargers all believe that he's going to be a guy that you know could potentially be a Hall of Famer at some point. Uh, Russell Wilson, we know that what he is or what he can be. I think with Sean Payton, he's going to be a lot better than he was. I think he's going to be humbled. And that's really what most of the problem has been with Russell Wilson is he wasn't very humble. So that's going to be a better situation, I think. What are the Raiders going to do? You know, they've got to figure out something, a way to compete in the AFC West. So, you know, watching the game on unfold on Sunday, the Super Bowl, and watching Patrick Mahomes and knowing what he's about, just, you know, just all I could think of in my mind is, okay, so now what do the Raiders do? If they get Aaron Rodgers, what is it, a two-year fix at most, which is kind of what the contracts are set up for anyway. Devontae Adams is really a three-year deal. Darren Waller is really a three-year deal. Hunter Renfro is really a three-year deal. There was a window that I've talked about for quite a while. So if you go and get Aaron Rodgers right now, then it gives you a little bit of time to buy a time to get a super quarterback. But if you get Aaron Rodgers and you're successful, then you're going to be picking way later in round one. So then does that mean that you have to trade up to, you know, the, in the top 10 from maybe the 20s to go get him, which is what Kansas City did when they went and got Patrick Mahomes, which gives up a lot of draft capital. But if you get the guy and he ends up being the dude for years to come, then you don't care about it. I mean, when they gave up the draft capital, they gave up to go and get Mahomes. They didn't know they were going to get a two-time Super Bowl champ, a two-time Super Bowl MVP, a two-time league MVP, a five-time Pro Bowler, and a, and a first-team All-Pro through five years as a starter. They didn't know that. They thought that he was the guy, that they could be that, and he turned into that guy. So, you know, the Raiders have a tough decision to make. You know, I'm still on the fence. Uh, I like the idea of Aaron Rodgers for a couple of years, but you still, that's not a, a long-term solution. I like Bryce Young a lot. I mean, I really like him a lot. I like him a lot more than CJ Stroud. I'm just concerned about his size. CJ Stroud, I like his size. I wish he was more Bryce Young though, <laughs> right? So do you believe that the quarterback of the future for the Raiders is in this year's draft? Or do you believe, well, maybe you hold out and wait till next year and try to go get a guy and try to make a move and give up everything you can to go get him? Right. And then, oh, by the way, you still have another the rest of the team you have to build. That is the question. So I'm kind of looking at it as, okay, Bryce Young, 
or Aaron Rodgers? Which one would you rather have? Which one gives you more hope for right now? Which one gives you more hope for long term? You let me know, Raider Nation. 707-654-4693. That is the Locked On Raider Podcast voicemail line. And, of course, we'll get to all your calls and text. And we'll do it after we talk to you about FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win it. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss a chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Raider Nation, here we go. Segment number three of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Normally, I get into calls and texts at 707-654-4693 and completely forgot that I wasn't going to do that on today's show because I have an interview that we did on Radio Row in Arizona with former Raider fullback Alec Ingold. And I was really blessed to have this conversation. Alec Ingold's always been a really good, humble, down-to-earth dude, a hard worker. I mean, he's just been that guy, right? I know a lot of Raider Nation was upset when, uh, you know, when the Raiders didn't re-sign him and let him go to Miami, but he got his payday. Uh, He's doing the best he can. He's actually, he's doing really well. And then, you know, he's still a really good ambassador and a really good dude. So I had an opportunity to catch up with him on Radio Row on Friday in Phoenix, Arizona. Really fun conversation. Has a book out right now that I encourage everyone to go out there and check out. And he talks about it here in this interview. So here's the interview from Friday uh, with Alec Engel, former Raider fullback on Radio Row. We're back here on Radio Row. It's Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. We're in Phoenix, Arizona, the Phoenix Convention Center. Thanks to Subaru of Las Vegas, the Spearman Rhino as well for helping us get out here. And right now, we're pleased to have former Raider fullback and current Miami Dolphin fullback Alec Engel with us at the table. And Alec, how you doing, my man? Hey, I'm, I'm living life, man. It's good to see you guys. Good to be back. I saw, uh, I was out by the Pro Bowl in Vegas, and it was a great time to be back. See a bunch of the boys, Foster and uh, AJ and those guys. So, um, yeah, man, it's cool to cool to be in the environment, in the NFL little wheelhouse right now. What did you think of the, the Pro Bowl, the way that they did it, set it up at Allegiant, just turned it into a flag football game, all that? It was impressive. And I think the cool thing was the branding they did for the individual guys that made it, right? Because mm-hmm. that's how it started was growing the game, networking, marketing, and the game is so big now. So right. to take away – you know, what is or was the game into let's let's make these guys superstars, man. Let's get them personalized. Let's take the helmet off. Let's let's introduce them to the fans, to mm-hmm. the community. Uh, I think they did an amazing job. So I think that's what's really cool is just kind of adjusting, like tweaking it a little right. bit. And, you know, I, I think five, ten years from now, it's going to make these little small tweaks and it's going to be outstanding. Well, that's something that you've always done. You've always taken the helmet off and been, you know what I mean, and, yeah. and been one with the community. And that's why you were a fan favorite when you are in Vegas. And I'm sure you're a fan favorite in Miami as well, you know, just because that's your personality. That's always been so important to you. Where, where did that always come from for you? I think it's growing up in Green Bay. Like, anytime I saw Donald Driver, William mm-hmm. Henderson at the grocery store, I thought it was the coolest thing ever, you yeah. know. And just kind of having that perspective and never losing that you you see the impact in growth you can 
combine forces with and how relatable these guys are. You yeah. know, you, you have a conversation with Amon Green about video games, and I'm like, right. no, no way this running back <laughs> plays video games, right? But that's just that, – that is what it is. So being relatable, taking the helmet off, just being a human being, I think that's what's really cool and what a lot of guys are able to do now with the platforms that they have. Alec Ingold is our guest here on Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. My man Demond's got one for you. I've got to ask you about the move to Miami because for me, what Mike McDaniel does with his offense, it's so unique and it's so innovative He to was me. sold by day one, oh, by the man. way. I just I want you to it. know he was sold yeah. day one. No, I mean, it's big time now. It's, uh, <laughs> Coach Mike is awesome. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Was oh, no, I was question? just going to ask you, what do you think about the way that he uses you? Sometimes I saw you lining up at wideout, the way you were like a bubble screen to Tyreek, and you're like the lead blocker already. What did you think about the way he implemented you in the offense? The positionless football that we were playing was amazing. So it, it takes a lot of mental strain to do that, right, mm -hmm. to be able to line up in all these different, you know, called – call the different formations, different personnel groups. But once you get it and once you get the, the fundamental gist of the offense, all of a sudden it just unlocks the key to so much offense, so much play calling, so much creativity. So it's fun to see guys line up in all these different spots. Tyreek, obviously, myself, um, being able to just blend the whole offense, be able to play different positions, tight end, running back, wide receiver, whatever it was at that time, uh, it gives the defense so many looks. And then it's like, oh, we're going to start here. Now we're going to shift over here. And then we're pre pre motion over there. And it's like <laughs> you're back and forth. So it is really fun. With all that speed that you guys had on the field and all the weapons, did you just sit back in awe or did you say, hey, man, coach, I'm still here too. I want to touch the ball <laughs> hey, a little bit more. <laughs> one, of those, one of those moments of like, yeah, uh, we're playing the Ravens and just like the amount of big plays, explosives. It's like, okay, like, I love running the ball, but, like, we could just score the ball that way, too, and it's just a lot easier for everyone if just Tyreek <laughs> could just run down the field. So it was cool to be able to have an offense that was so explosive, uh, so many big plays, so many big opportunities, but then we could be methodical when we needed to. Um, I think that was really cool. Something else that I wanted to ask you about is when you guys have had that shift in your season with Tua Tungavailoa, you know, obviously having the injuries. Now, I know that the locker room may have been a little down and worried about your quarterback, but did you guys feel a sense of, hey, man, we can still rally for this season? Because it had to have been some uncertainty in the locker room. Yeah, a lot of guys had to step up, and I think that's that's the name of the game, right? And your quarterback's your leader. That's the guy that you're, you're rallying around always, trying to protect. And um, it made a lot of guys be accountable, step up, get uncomfortable with different roles that you had to, to kind of dive into. And I think it was better long-term for a lot of guys to have that responsibility, that accountability. Um, so now we're going to learn how to win a number of different ways, whether it's offensive slugfest or defensive slugfest. And uh, we went through all of that this year. How quickly do you get back into the mode of, okay, let's start getting ready for next year? Uh, it doesn't take very long, especially mm. when you lose that last game. Only one team, you know, is really winning and right. feeling good about themselves. So, you know, you take a little bit of time with the family, just recharge, recoup. But, um, yeah, I know a number of guys that can't wait to get back in the facility and back in South Florida. It's like um, dudes are hungry. as a sour taste in their mouth going up to uh, Buffalo and losing to a division rival again. That was the rubber match that we wanted to, you right. know, kind of stamp right. and say, you know, you're going to put us 14-point you know, dogs. No, we're going to show up and we're going to play with Skylar Thompson. We're going to let it rip. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of guys are motivated by some of those moments uh, that we really just missed out on. I'm not going to lie to you. With the weather conditions that they had, I was like, there's no way these boys are going to come from Miami to go to Buffalo and handle that. And Y'all went out there like, what is this weather? This weather don't mean nothing yeah. to us, right? I mean, you, uh, when you guys went out there with that purpose and scored immediately and scored again, I was like, okay, hold on. Yeah. Like that, I mean, was that something that going into that week, like we're not going to let the elements affect us? No, that's top down. That's uh, adversity's opportunity was the first thing that Coach McDaniel said in the team meeting. Adversity's mm -hmm. opportunity. Own that. Embrace it make it a part of you, every fiber of your being. Like, we are going to see every element. We want it. We're looking for it. We're going to wait for it, and yeah. it's, it's expected. So um, having that top down from the jump 
and then seeing it all the way throughout the, the whole season, I think that kind of prepared everybody to go in there and just say, like, it don't matter. We're, we're here regardless. Right. Well, you guys did a heck of a job. And speaking of adversity, your book I got in my hand right now, The Seven Crucibles, an inspirational game plan for overcoming adversity in your life. This is your book. I mean, what did this mean for you to put this together? It was a lot, man. I was I was scared when I was writing that thing. Yeah. At that moment, mm -hmm. like I'm lonely, man. It's it's you're on the the training table at the facility on um, you know Raiders Way, and yeah. you don't know what that future looks like. The interim coach, you don't know what the coaching situation is going to shake out like. You don't know what that future is. You don't know if you're playing football ever again. Right. And to go through all of that, I was like, I need to find a purpose. I need to find a way to connect this fear. It's I was overcome, and then I started to realize I'd been through it before. There's different moments in my life that I've faced it, whether it's just life, whether it's sports, high school, college. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, a lot of people go through this. Everyone's going through something. So let's break this down. Let's work it out. Let's figure out the root problem of this, and let's write a book so that people can relate on something big time. As an NFL player, what do you think is your best way to deal with anxiety? Because I know from the outside world, hey, you guys are millionaires. There's nothing to worry about. But those everyday fears or anxieties, am I doing well in my job? Am I getting enough out of my job? That's got to grow through your head as well. Yeah. Anytime you're in a production-based business, right, mm -hmm. like there is a black and white production. Like you succeed or you fail. Yep. Mm -hmm. There's going to be anxiety. So that's football. And you talk about NFL. That's the highest of the highs and lowest of the lows. But there, that is everyone's job that's everyone's life right and you want to produce you want to be good you want to take that next step you have this ambition you have goals it's like that's that's all relatable right there so um as nfl guys we're blessed we got a team of guys that are open and, and talking about it uh you have that support system that's there for you whether it's uh wifey you know family members whatever that is but um yeah, man, it's uh, finding that support system in your life, and that's one of the crucibles that I talk about is that support. So, uh, man, it's uh, it's cool. to. I, I'm excited for you guys to dig into it and uh, to read it. A.J. Cole says the seven crucibles is an exceptional guide to overcoming adversity and dealing with uncertainty. I can attest that not only are these seven crucibles valuable pillars, but that Alec lives his life with them in mind every single day. Learn how to change your outlook and respond like a champion. When you hear your former teammate talk about you like that and talk about the, the, the work that you have here that's in my hand right now what does that mean it's unbelievable man. i think being named a team captain was another one of those yeah. moments where it's just respect it's it's responsibility it's accountability and having that in the locker room those are your peers you show up with every day so for aj to write that i didn't even have to pay him i didn't give him no five dollar <laughs> bill or nothing. yeah yeah, yeah. He, just, he just wrote it out in the text and it's like to have somebody believe in you like that to see it that's who you go to work with every day that's the type of man you are right mm -hmm. and that's a consistent you know you can't just show up one day and have that you know be your right. be your stamp of legacy or whatever you want to call it so no man it's it's been a, a work in progress i think we're always going to be a work in progress and that's kind of just embracing this whole journey we're on and life happens life it, it never stops you know what i mean it's life happens yeah, yeah. that's that's this is awesome i, I like it let everyone know where they can get this book yeah, we can go Amazon.com, The Seven Crucibles right there. Otherwise, AlecInGold.com will bring you to the link. You can buy it right there. Yeah, man, I mean, you get it. You go on Amazon right now, you get it in two days. It's going to be right there, um, and you can knock it out in a coffee shop. You know what I'm saying? It's an yeah. easy read. It's digestible. Uh, quick flight. It's a great read. Um, yeah, easy to carry in your back pocket, man, wherever you're at. You've always been such an inspiration. You know what I mean? Like, you've always been that guy. Right. And it, whereas it's, it's bigger than sports. It's bigger than wins and losses. It's always... It feels like everything that, and I don't know you like we're best friends or anything, but just from our interactions, you've always had that it's got to be bigger and I've got to give back. I think that gives you that that purpose behind all the hard stuff, right? Like yeah. We're going through hard things. Mm -hmm. It is hard to be an NFL football player. It's hard to go through life. That doesn't change. So, like, for me, I like visually, you know, when you put a, a helmet on, the guys represent, you know, that you collect on that. 
when you have that jersey on, that, that nameplate on the back, yeah. you know, some guys, it's like, that's my family, that's my support system. For me, it's like anybody that I've impacted, I've, I've been along this journey on coaches, parents, teachers, that like that, I, I take that responsibility with like a heavy heart. I'm going to be there for those people on a Sunday to give them some entertainment because they invested so much into me. I want to pour back into them. And that's just a life of abundance. And that's just being a good person and just trying to be a better person tomorrow than I am today. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, it, it gives you that little extra catalyst to, to do all the hard things we need to do. And that's why you had a C on your chest. That's exactly why you had a C on your chest. Alec, thanks so much for your time, man. It's, it's great catching up with you, and you're still a fan favorite of the Silver and Black. As you know, <laughs> anytime you come to Vegas, everyone's like, Alec is here, Alec is <laughs> let's here. Go. Let's, yeah, let's First go. First touchdown in Allegiant Stadium. Hey, can't take that one away. Can never take that away. Thanks so much for hanging out with us on Radio Row. Appreciate the time, guys. So there you go, Raider Nation. I definitely encourage you. Hopefully you enjoyed that interview, but I definitely encourage you to go get that book. Uh, Alec gave us a, a copy of it. I think my man DeMond actually took it. I'm going to get it. It's very easy to read. It's not too thick. I mean, it's just, I, I just think it's really good for anyone, again, I've mentioned it before, that's been dealing with adversity or, or wants to know how to deal with adversity. You know, it's so funny. Uh, I talked about it when I was talking about betterhelp.com earlier in segment number one. Uh, I talked about the fact that, you know, talking about my son on the show helps me, you know, talking about my son, just sharing memories of him with within conversation helps me when I'm around people and everything. And, you know, I had some guy hit me up on Twitter and we all know Twitter is a cesspool, but I actually had a dude on Twitter that hit me up and was bad mouthing me for talking about my son. And I was like, really? Like, like you're upset at me because I'm talking about my son. Like, okay, I get it. But yeah, he just, I don't know where it came Came out of nowhere, just talking trash. But again, I get it. It's 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 Twitter, and that's just what Twitter is. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous, and it gives people voices that probably shouldn't have a voice. But uh, yeah, like I mentioned, man, it's 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 fun, and uh, it puts a smile on my face to to be able to talk about my son. And you know, I I think that Alex his uh his book that he has could also help you you know deal with adversity, deal with things going on in life, kind of give you a better you know, just a, a better uh, head on your shoulders, you know, kind of puts you in the right frame of mind. So I uh, definitely encourage everyone to go check out uh, what Alec Ingold has put out, and he'll always be uh, a Raider fan favorite. There's no doubt about it. He got the first touchdown in Allegiant Stadium. He'll always hold that. And, you know, what do they say? Once a Raider, always a Raider. So definitely appreciate Alec Ingold and his time. So that's all I got for you for today's edition of the Lockdown Raiders podcast. Uh, thank you so much for making the show your first listen each and every day. Remember, you can find the Lockdown Raider podcast free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Thanks to my man Ari on Twitter, at Ari Produces. So until tomorrow, Raider Nation, take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Love on your family. Most importantly, as always, just win, baby.